Welcome to Season 5 of A Love Worth Dying For Podcast. This season, we discuss wisdom and how we can use it to defend our marriages from the foolishness of the world and our flesh, as well as being a benefit and blessing to the success of our families to the glory of God. Make sure to follow us on our social media platforms for additional content, and please share our podcast to those who would gain from information. We are Joseph and Janelle Banks. Let the conversation continue. How's it going? Welcome to A Love Worth Dying For. I am Joseph. And I'm Janelle Banks. Hope you've been having a great week as we have continued to learn and grow in wisdom, as that is the topic for this particular season of A Love Worth Dying For. And for these next few episodes leading towards our season finale, we're going to talk about wisdom in our families. Um, This is not only talking about just what you teach to your children and you as a husband and wife, how you are developing wisdom and how you're growing in wisdom, but also, you know, having a proper setting for wisdom because it's not about just um, what you know, but how do you get to that information? How do you prepare your family? How do you get them in the right mind state for for developing um, knowledge and understanding and having discernment so we got to be prepared and you know have a space for that so we're going to talk about those topics in these episodes but for today we're going to discuss raising wise children and before we can even get to raising wise children we kind of just do a a quick look back at our episodes and in the previous episodes we talked about us as husband and wives growing in in wisdom and we understand that wisdom comes from the Lord. Um, that even those who are not in Christ, who are not Christians, because they're image bearers of God, um, display um, uh, aspects of wisdom in their lives. So, but when we want, but as we grow closer to God and as we grow um, as Christians and we look to the scriptures, we see how God's imprint is truly about, He is all wise and how. His hands is all in our lives, and He is the one directing us, and He is the one who is providing us with the understanding to live in this life for Him, to be um, torchbearers for Christ, to be um, um, mouthpieces for the Lord. So that's very important that we grow in wisdom. We see that wisdom is something that is is needed in this life because we're going to encounter different trials and tribulations. We're going to go through a lot of things, ups and downs, and hopefully those experiences and hopefully those, the conditions in which we're living in, no matter what level of life you're living in, you can gain from those experiences and you can gain from the knowledge um, outside of yourself. But also when looking at scripture, see that while men and women have gone through these things through ancient times, ever since the beginning, but how did they deal with this information that they were given? Did they trust in the Lord? Did they look to him for their help? Or did they just try and do it on themselves and try and figure things out? And the Bible talks about different stories in which people have done both. Those who have trusted on the Lord, who have leaned on him to to give them an understanding and to um, help them out. But then also those who just try to do things on their own and how that led. Mm-hmm. So, and also some of those people who 
try to do things on their own and then had to come to a place of repentance and then realize like, okay, it's truly in God that I must trust in and obey um, and live for. Right. And hopefully we as husband and wives, we can see that um, even Janelle and I were talking and just looking at different things that we need to do to, to better our family and to better our marriage because our children are watching us and you know they are as Neil would say you know they're learning from us not only the things we do but also things we don't do you know if we're not doing the things that that we should be doing as as a as, as the leaders of our home you know they'll see that and we don't want them picking up on those bad habits mm-hmm. um, we want them to see um, see us working through problems we want to show them how we got from point A to point B. What were some of the things which we did in our lives that were um, good and that they can learn from? But what are some of the things that we made mistakes so that they won't make the same mistakes? So this is about, this all goes into raising wise children. How do we do that? And I'm gonna have, Janelle's gonna in a little bit read Deuteronomy 6, five through nine, but I'm going to first read Ephesians 6, which is a verse which we've taught our kids, which they know by heart, um, Ephesians 6.1. But I'm going to continue reading through verse 4, which not only shows that, you know, what the children should be doing, but us as parents, even though the Bible says fathers, you can also include mothers in this also. But in Ephesians 6, verses 1 through 4, it says, Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor your father and mother which is the first commandment with a promise so that it may be well with you and that you may live long on the earth. Fathers, do not provoke your children to anger, but bring them up in the discipline and instruction of the Lord. Mm -hmm. And really looking at those two words, discipline and instruction. Mm -hmm. Um, And to raise wise children, they need to be disciplined. They need to know what are the right things to do? What are the wrong things to do? What are the parameters that we set for them in our home? And if they fall out of line, what are consequences? Mm-hmm. Because what we do in a home is a reflection of what's going to happen when they're out of our home and in the world on their own. Mm-hmm. There's going to be consequences for stepping out of line of the law or stepping out of line of how you deal with people. So what are those consequences? They need to know that. Um, you know, we're... My daughter just got her driver's permit, and so she's going to be learning about, you know, what are the laws when it comes to driving? You know, what do you have to do at certain intersections? How should you handle people on the road? And, you know, those are things she's going to have to learn that we're teaching her. And this is something which is is uh, uh, something which we learn about in the church or in, in, the, in the scriptures that, you know, there are consequences for certain things that happen and we have to know you know what do we do um to not get in those situations and that's something we need to do for our children to teach them so that they can understand because wisdom comes from knowledge you know knowledge grows into wisdom um having discernment being able to determine right from wrong and that's something which comes with time and growth and and immaturity and these are things which we want our children to have it's interesting you mentioned about the the driving permit because um, our younger kids are like excited that she has her per, 
permit. Mm-hmm. Um, but in, in their mind, they think she has a license. Right. And they're like, okay, can she just take, take us, us right. um, wherever we want to go? Um, and I think that's interesting. But also just, you know, the time we spent um, with her, just learning the initial things, mm-hmm. I had to explain to them before she could get on the road, she has to learn some things so that when she gets on the road, she'll be safe because, you know, wisdom tells us if you just put them out on the road, you know, they could cause an accident. They could right. hurt themselves or other people. And it just made me think about as we're raising our kids, there's a level of I'm kind of covering you as you're learning these skills. I'm giving you the opportunity to make mistakes, but make it within a safe space, Mm -hmm. if that makes sense. Right. Um, And I think the same thing as you think about a a, a child um, or teen learning to drive is you don't put them out on the road with other cars and all the challenges that could come there. You put them in a safe space to learn so that when they do make a mistake, it's not something that could be uh, detrimental to them or other people. Right. Um, so it's like a gradual release. Mm. Um, and that's, that's to me, you know, when we think about our heavenly father, he's kind of that care, that providential care for us. But in the same sense, us as parents, as he tells us to train them up, he doesn't say necessarily train them up, like send them out, you know, right. but we're, we're training them up within the confines of our home, our, mm. our community, our, uh, local and, and familiar space. Most definitely. And speaking of that in Proverbs 22, six, it says, train up a child in the way he should go. Even when he is old, he will not depart from it. So the things that we're trying to instruct our kids in, we pray that these instructions and the things that we're teaching them will not. And thinking of myself growing up, you know, and the things that I was taught as a young person, I may not have wanted to do those things. And I may have been disobedient to my parents and not doing certain things. But as I got older, I see the wisdom of them teaching me those things. Oh, okay, now I understand. Sometimes you you don't get it until you know, you're out of your parents' care. It's, it's almost kind of, it's kind of interesting that the, the duality of it as in the disciples didn't really understand the things Jesus was teaching until he was gone. Mm. When he finally left, you know, but he prayed that, that, you know, that, that they will be, that the spirit will give them understanding. And then once he left, they finally, they remembered the things that he taught them. He said, oh, that's what he meant. And sometimes you have to get under out of care of your those who are um, who who have been teaching you for a long time to understand it. Not everything, but hopefully a lot of things you will you will get early. But sometimes it they won't get it till later. But prayerfully, we're teaching them, we're putting that, and we're bending it in that in their minds, right. so they can all it'll always return back to them because we don't want them to say that my parents never taught me this or they never told me this, so I did not learn this. Um, especially in the world we live in now, there's so much information out there in this digital age that anything you want to know is at your fingertips. Um, even this podcast, you know, um, we're, we're recording this on our phone, you know, and it's, it, 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 it's so, it's so easy to get, but 
sometimes you can get bogged down in information. There's so much mm-hmm. out there. So we have to be able to disseminate all the information that's pouring into them and pouring into our world and how to break that down and get make sure that they know first the most important things that they need to 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 know for them to grow and mature. But then also how to deal with a world that's antagonistic towards Christians, that's antagonistic towards the word of God, that's antagonistic towards God himself. Mm-hmm. So how how to um, go through those things. I even hear um, while I'm working, I hear Janelle talking with the kids and they're talking about um, other other beliefs and what do they teach and what, what are they what are their thoughts but it's good to know what the world is thinking and what are the different things they're going to encounter in the world so as to know how do those things contrast with the scriptures how do they know how to communicate with somebody who is Muslim or who is atheist um, who is um, saying they're Christian but the things they're saying, wait a minute, that don't sound like in the sin of scripture. So for them to um, know what is out there and how to combat that or how to have a discussions with those out there in the world who don't believe those things, they have to know what the word of God says for themselves. And that's the prayer that we can continue to pour into them, um, those things. And I'm going to have Janelle read um, Deuteronomy 6, 5 through 9. Um, because it that actually gets into that particular thing. Okay. Deuteronomy 6, 5 through 9. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart mm-hmm. and with all your soul and with all your might. Mm-hmm. These words which I am commanding you today shall be on your heart. Mm-hmm. You shall teach them diligently to your sons and shall talk of them when you sit in your house and when you walk by the way. And when you lie down and when you rise up, you shall bind them as a sign on your hand, and they shall be as frontals on your forehead. You shall write them on the doorposts of your house and on your gates. Your whole establishment of your home should be about um, instructing your children the Lord. And from the things that you teach them to your home setting, um, we want our kids to know that this as for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord, as the scriptures say. We want to make sure that they learn um, what it is to be a follower of Christ, what it is to be a, a child of God. And we want to not only just tell them, but we want to be able to display that to them in the way that we live as parents. Um, and we want to have this setting, you know, we have certain things up in our home um, which point back to Christ. Um, and we want to be able to do more of that in our home. Even our, even Janelle talks about having some uh, scripture on the wall. They have the little different wall arts and different things of that nature. Having different things which showcase our love of God so our kids can see these things. Um, just like in the those um, ancient times, the Jews, they would put things on their forehead. Even you'll see that in modern Jews today. You'll see these little black boxes they have on their heads, the frontals. And they have these little things, um, these little boxes on their hands, which represents um, having the word of God with you at all times. And you talk about the doorposts, you know, writing, you know, writing it on the doorposts. And it's it's it's, a, it's 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 kind. It shows that we need to always have um, wisdom and knowledge of the Lord with us at all times. And it should be something that surrounds our home. And it should be something that's in our heart. Because even with the verse started off with Janelle. 
um, was reading is that that's only to be within us before we can give it to our children, which we mentioned at the beginning of the episode. We can have um, uh, the desire to, to grow in the Lord and have desire to walk in truth in our hearts before we can dis, um, give it to our children, teach them. But we want to make sure that they have that instruction um, as parents because that's our responsibility. You know, when you start having children, it's your responsibility to teach them. You're not just about just teaching them about the ABCs and one, two, threes and, you know, how to get a grow up and learn so you can get out the house and go to college. We need to teach them about how to live in this world and be wise in the decisions that you make. Because I always tell the children that their life is about um, problem solving. I tell them, you know, you have, you're going to have to solve problems in life. Mm-hmm. Well, the biggest problem they have is sin. Right. <laughs> Which I, I think most parents don't necessarily think about that, um, you know, from the, 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 the onset of, okay, I have a, a child and from the beginning, just teaching them that, um, you know, you teach them maybe about God, but really you need to teach them, well, this is why God matters, you know, yes. Mm-hmm. He is his creator. Yes, he's um, the one that has made all things, um, but also realizing that he's also the one that is going to save us from our sins um, because our sins are going to send us to a, a, a position where we're going to be away from our creator and it's not going to be a good position to be in. Right. Um, and it's interesting we focus so much on just where we want our kids to be in this world but in this world we need to have God with us it's not just about when you die um, but it's about how do you live here with the knowledge of God who he is who you are and our need for a savior which is in him right you know because God has expectations for our children and we should the same ones he had for our children you know we should have for them you know even Christ said to the disciples when the children come into him and they're trying to push the kids away he said no let the kids come to me you know we need to understand that you know Christ is is not only there just for adults <laughs> you know he he came for all of us and we should come to him as children but also our, our children to teach them they need to learn of him we want to have a home Mm-hmm. That is that is followers of Christ. We want to have a home that is worshipers of God. We want to have a home where, and that's the blessing of our home. You know, they're always singing um, the songs of, and hymns and Christian songs, and Janelle has music playing. And we want to have a setting for them that it would be one of just life and love and um, magnifying God and just of joy. So we we have to set that as parents. And we, we want we expect our kids to reflect what we what we show to them, what we demonstrate to them. They want we want them to do the same thing also. Right. I think a lot of times we we are so concerned with telling them what's the right things to do, but we also need to be concerned about showing them. Uh, what's the right things and I'm gonna use the example of teaching them to drive we could tell them hey put your foot on the gas or um, make a left turn here or 
um, put it in reverse and all those things you could say verbally, but sometimes they need for us to be demonstrating, like, let me show you what it's like to um, reverse out of this parking space without hitting the cars beside or behind me. Um, what it's like to make a right turn without going into the other lane um, because it's sometimes just easier um, mm -hmm. to show them versus just telling them. And it also helps them to realize like, okay, this is real for mom and dad because they're modeling what it's like to experience uh, life trials. Cause I think that's the, a big part of a Christian's life is how do you respond to the trials um, the pain and the suffering in your life. It's easy for us to just live when everything is going well. You always have all the things you want, all the things you need. You always have the energy you want. You always have the health you want. Um, then it's hard to really think about God because you're focusing on all those things. Um, but when the trials come, it's almost like a reminder of, okay, why am I here? What should be my focus? Who am I living for? Um, and it's good for our kids to see that because that helps them to develop a personal relationship with God because um, at that point, they're going to either say, hey, I'm going to rely on God or I'm going to rely on myself, regardless of what we say um, or we demonstrate. They have to come to that place of having a personal relationship for themselves. And that's why we want to be able to um, continue to pour into them. And we pray that wisdom will be something which they they, 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 they grow in because we, they have to make those decisions and they're gonna have to um, be prudent in the things that they do because at those times we may not be there. And you know, Again, going to Janelle's um, analogy of teaching our daughter how to drive, you know, we can tell them certain things, but some things they're gonna have to perceive on their own, and that comes mm -hmm. with wisdom, because you can tell somebody to drive down the street, but you gotta say, okay, they have to understand that I'm not just just driving down the street. I have to be watchful. I have to watch for um, other side of traffic. I have to watch for things in the road. I need to watch my speed. I need to watch. Um, it's more defensive than it is offensive and life is like that you have to be watchful in life because it's not about just doing going to work coming home and that's it you you're influenced by a lot of things in the world a lot of things come at you from different directions and how do you deflect or how do you encounter those things how do you be safe um, not only physically but mentally and spiritually because we're at a spiritual war going on um, even in these days, um, people trying to tell you and promote different things, even our government. Um, and how do you protect yourself? How do you arm yourself for these things? And of course, we arm ourselves with the knowledge of God through his scriptures, through his word. Um, and, and we arm ourselves, especially if you, when you have given your life to Christ, you have the spirit on residing inside. And thus, you are able to to seek the Lord, you're able to go to Him in prayer. You're able to petition before some, before the Lord, even for somebody else. Like pray for your family, pray for your kids, 
and we want to um, pray for them that they can end up doing the same and tell the kids themselves you know you guys pray you know you have something that's on your heart you know go to the Lord in prayer it ain't got to be no formal setting you have to wait for church <laughs> you know when you understand the scripture you understand you are the church when you're in Christ you are the body so you can always go before the throne of God um, and the throne of grace to, to petition him for whatever is, is going on in your life or to just tell the Lord that, you know, I'm thankful. I thank you for all you're doing. You know, continue to show me your work. Continue to help me grow in wisdom. You know, that was the prayer of Solomon. He asked, the Lord asked what you want. He asked for wisdom. Um, but a lot of, you know, there's, as people say that there's, um, when having a lot of money, there's a lot of responsibility come with that. Well, a lot of responsibility come with wisdom too. When you are, when you know a lot, you, you have all these things that you're endowed with when it comes to understanding and knowledge and wisdom, you know, yes, there's a lot of responsibility comes with that. And you want to be able to share it right. Because you can have a lot of, know a lot of things, but you're doing the wrong things <laughs> or giving people wrong information, um, especially if your heart is not right. So we want the, uh, our children, their heart to be in Christ and their hearts to be good, that their their hearts are turned to the Lord. And as they continue to learn and continue to grow and continue to understand the things that we teach them, that we can definitely raise um, wise children unto the Lord. Because that's all, that's the main reason why we're doing as parents is that, that we're giving our children back to him who has blessed us. As the Bible said, they are blessing from the womb. You know, we want to give God um, our children um, as he has given them to us for a time. So that when they leave our home, you know, and start their own families, you know, what we have taught them will go with them and then they teach their children and that the generations that follow will be generations that are um, glorif um, glorifying people of God. Mm. So that's, that's kind of interesting. You mentioned about us giving them back to him um, and what what that really, I guess means for us that you know there there's some effort that comes along with with the training there's some um work for us to do because right. training training is not easy <laughs> Most definitely. um training takes a lot of preparation on on the trainer um it's work for the trainee as well it, the kids should feel like there's some work uh, right. involved um, because that's what training is like. It, it, it's supposed to prepare you. Um, it, it's of course it does entail knowledge and information, but it takes some physical work um, to get you to where you need to be. And I think when we think about that verse about training our kids up in the Lord. Um, we also need to think about what's the work. And I know as a parent, especially a parent over 40, <laughs> <laughs> right. um, you know, you're not as quick possibly. I mean, some people might be, but, um, you know, the older you get, you're, you're, you're maybe tired more. You could be more busy or whatever. Um, but you still have to try and give that um 
I don't want to say the same because, you know, from what you probably gave to your first child to if you have more than one child might be different, but you still want to give the best. Like you said, we'll once you gain wisdom, you have that responsibility. So I can't be like, oh, I'm tired, but I have more knowledge now to know, okay, this is what it means to give my very best. So now whether I'm tired or not, I got to figure out, well, how is this going to work? Right. You know? It might mean I need to drop some things that I'm doing and evaluate like what's most important mm. is my responsibility to God in training up my children most important or is my responsibility of something else I just kind of choose to do, whether it's be the coach on my kids uh, soccer team or um you know, planning on some committee for my child's theater or whatever. Right. Um, those are just examples. Everybody have their own, but we each have to personally evaluate and look at what is most important because in the sense of my tr- children being trained up, although we know God is sovereign, we know that the Holy Spirit will supersede anything we don't do. Mm-hmm. Um, we still know that it is our responsibility right. to train them up and um not doing that is to disobey right. um, even though i know it comes from um you know we come from a place where we really really want to do our best we truly truly have to submit it all to the lord most definitely most definitely so we definitely need to grow ourselves in wisdom for us to be able to impart those things to our children. So for further reading about how you can help raise children to um, to to grow in wisdom, um, continue reading Ephesians 6. There's a lot of gems in there to help you and your family with that. And stay tuned for more discussions on wisdom as we will continue looking at biblical wisdom as it specifically impacts our marriages. Next episode, we will continue talking about producing and using wisdom in our families and family settings. Thank you for checking out Love Worth Dying For. We hope you were blessed by the content. Make sure to follow us on our social media platforms for additional content and please share our podcast. Don't forget to check out our previous seasons for even more information to help your marriages and families. So for Love Worth Dying For, I am Joseph. And I'm Janelle. Thanks. Have a great day. God bless.